Welcome to the K-State Center for Excellence in Dryland Agriculture podcast. Our research and extension efforts are directly tied to Western Kansas and dryland agriculture. For more information about dryland topics, including cover crops, weed science, forages, alternative crops, and more, visit us on the web at ksu.edu forward slash dryland. Today we have with us Ram Permel, sorghum and millet breeder with Kansas State University. Ram has been with the KSU Ag Research Center for more than 11 years and primarily has been a sorghum breeder. However, the last growing season, Ram has also started developing pearl millet lines and hybrids for both grain and forage purposes with improved nutritional quality. In this program, he plans to integrate both classic and molecular breeding approaches to achieve the target goal. So today, our topic is pearl millet as an alternative grain and forage crop for Kansas. Welcome, Ram. Thank you, Spencer. Uh, I'm really very happy to be with you uh, to discuss some of my uh, research experiences. Um, before I begin, I want to stress that one of my most important tasks is to change the perception of pearl millet. Often, when Kansas growers heard the word pearl millet, they all think that it's a crop that is used primarily for overseas. Uh, that perception is not correct. Uh, but same time, it is very critical that Kansas growers should know pearl millet is a multi-versatile crop that can be grown for grain and forage purpose. It does apply to our local dryland systems. Sure. So, Ram, um, how does pearl millet um, work into our dryland systems in Kansas? Yeah, Spencer, I think before uh, uh, getting into the details of the dryland systems, everybody should know uh, the origin of this crop, pearl millet. We, we must understand the true application of pearl millet in Kansas. Pearl millet is originally from West Africa, and it is a tropical, warm-season, annual cereal crop grown always in dry lands. Approximately uh, 90 million people around the world rely on pearl millet as a food grain and forage crop because of its wider adaptability, suitable for double cropping, fall grazing, and for silage purposes. Pearl millet is, is interestingly is a climate change resilient, short life cycle crop. You know, when compared to other crops, pearl millet matures in 90 days. So we can finish off harvesting in 90 days, 90 to 95 days. And it is, above all, it's tolerant to severe drought, heat and salinity. That is why it, grow, it grows efficiently with the minimum moisture in high temperature environments. Which would be perfect for Kansas. Exactly. So, in conclusion, pearl millet is a perfect crop for western Kansas and dryland systems. Okay. So, Ram, pearl millet, you mentioned, is a dual-purpose crop. You know, the first thing you said was for grain and then also forage. W let's discuss both of those one at a time. Can you start with the grain production side first? Sure. Uh, the grain side is the most challenging. Currently, we have limited parental lines and there are no viable hybrids available in the market. So you can't pick this grain up and, and go buy it from a dealer at the moment? Yes. Okay. But we are working on it. 
இன்ட்ரெஸ்டிங்லி பேர்ல் மலட் இஸ் ஜெனட்டிக்கலி ஹஸ் செவரல் கீ கிரைன் கேரக்டரிஸ்டிக்ஸ் தட் எவரி ஒன் சுட் நோ அபவுட் இட் வென் கம்பேர்ட் டு கார்ன் அண்ட் சொர்கம் பேர்ல் மலட் இஸ் ரிச் இன் நியூட்ரிஷன் வித் ஹை லெவல்ஸ் ஆஃப் ப்ரோட்டீன் லோ ஸ்டார்ச் ஹை ஃபைபர் விட்டமின்ஸ் எசென்சியல் அமினோ ஆசிட்ஸ் ஆன்டி ஆக்சிடென்ட்ஸ் and particularly higher in micronutrients that is iron and zinc concentrations so it's a good food for human and animal consumption more importantly pearl millet is a gluten free making perfect energy food as an alternative to wheat and corn crop in the united states you know spencer in the united states 1 to 3 million people are suffering from celiac diseases due to gluten allergy wow yeah so this crop is is good for humans and animal exactly. consumption exactly it has lots of nutritional value yes yeah. fantastic so the forage side ram what's the capabilities of pearl millet as a forage crop yes yeah, spencer this is the most impactful part of a pearl millet at this present time you know there are commercial hybrids available for forage Uh, particularly for cancer growers now to tell more about the forage value pearl millet is absent in absent of prussic acid so it is safe at any stage of the crop for animal grazing as well as for harvesting and pearl millet can be used as a cover crop as forage as it improves soil fertility and reduces weed pressure it can also fit very well in water limited environments you know because it uses less available water but produces enough biomass to suppress weeds improve soil health and it provides forage resources with a great potential to increase economic profitability within the cropping system okay so obviously your starting this pearl millet program here at Hayes uh what specifically are you doing to to craft this project to help uh Kansas farmers Spencer uh, in in our agriculture research center pearl millet breeding is not new it has been uh done for over several years but in between uh this crop is not uh, gaining that much uh, uh importance how oh, i'm sorry acreage acreage yes yeah something and uh, it, it slows down the progress now we are focusing completely on uh, with uh, so many great objectives and goals uh, our main goal is to develop a grain and forage pearl millet hybrids for improved yield potential nutritional value adaptation in drought environments and exploring its potential as cover crop in integrated cropping systems okay also our goal is to increase mainly to increase the acreage in kansas dryland production system to be perfectly honest we want to give the kansas growers another tool to manage arid environments it's really good you know on this podcast we've talked about integrated systems and it sounds like that pearl millet might fit into that category So Ram you mentioned adaptation and drought environments and the need for these alternative crops in western Kansas can you kind of describe that a little bit more how do you see this thing going Yeah you know uh, western Kansas is known for dryland agriculture Some other major crops that have done well in this environment is milo and wheat but 
you know, uh, wheat fallow sorghum is the normal crop rotation followed in our area for years. Milo is routinely planted under no till field condition that is within within the wheat stubbles. Right, right. Yeah, it helps as because it helps to minimize the weeds competition and maximize the use of existing soil moisture. But however, still growers are facing lots of challenges due to the receding groundwater levels, unpredictable low rainfall and climatic changes. We need to double our efforts on focusing on dryland dryland cropping systems. This is where alternative crops like uh, pearl millet can thrive well under adverse situations. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been 49 days since we've had a rain. <laughs> oh yeah, it's always, you know, that's the um, major challenges uh, growers are facing in Kansas, but they are succeeding. Yeah. Yeah. So Ram, some of the strongest points of pearl millets did you see like in the next year or two that you're trying to study on? What do you see as something that might be really beneficial? Uh, the one area of research is that is really exciting. You know, it is uh, using uh, pearl millet as a forage cover crop behind wheat. So behind wheat harvest? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know, traditionally after wheat harvest, what growers, they use uh, chem fallow to keep their wheat stubble clean through the fall, you know? Right. Fall season. Then they often use those stubbles for a spring crop the next calendar year, right? Right. So multiple spray applications, it always needs that. They go with the multiple spray applications. Uh, and it, obviously it costs money, for the wheat control. An alternative straight strategy, that, that's the strategy I'm planning to bring here now. Okay. Uh, the strategy is planting of pearl millet right behind the combine. The millet thrives in dry environments with limited water. As a forage cover crop, it could compete well with the wheat pressure, potentially raise a viable forage crop for grazing or for bale harvesting with some limited rain, you know? Right. In this case, if, if the conditions are extremely dry, if, if the condition is very dry, pearl millet would freeze out, increase soil biomass, and potentially catch snowfall for the spring crop. Okay, yeah. Ram, so in your program, you can buy a commercial line at the time to try this approach, and then you're also looking at developing hybrids and lines to improve this process. Exactly, that's, exactly. That's super. So fortunately, we have a large number of pearl millet collections collected from all over the world. And we are screening, evaluating, developing parental lines. And we are focusing to uh, develop the hybrids rightly needed for the Kansas growers to fit well into the dryland system. Well, that's perfect for the haze area. Thank you. So what we'll do, Ram, we might just get you back on, on the podcast, you know, here in another six months or a year or so and get a report back from you to see how things are progressing. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, we want to thank you for your time today. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Spencer, for the wonderful opportunity. Absolutely. I, re enjoy, I really enjoyed uh, our discussion. You of, bet. Yeah. You bet. For more information on dryland research and extension topics, including the Harvest uh, Pearl Millet Project that Ram's working on, please visit our website, ksu.edu forward slash dryland. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe on your mobile device. Thank you.